TheItSpot.com. That means it's a quadruple. Oh man, that took my breath away. <laughs> I thought you were just laughing about me not knowing which ear I could hear out of. I had no idea what was wrong. Oh. We learn so much on this show. Huh. <laughs> we do. I learn something every time. I'm going to take my shoes off. Because I can. I'm glad that's where that sentence was going. <laughs> you, you elongated the sh part a little too much for my liking. <laughs> we just started recording. I'm going to take our sh shoes off. <laughs> You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. We have a story from somebody I've never heard of before. <laughs> like when that happened. You mean it's not Mad Matt? Yeah. Uh, Max Max? Max Max. Or Mad Hatter or Hashashasha. Hashish. Sean. Hello and welcome to the show. Welcome to Air Out My Shorts, where we learn so much. I've learned to always sniff your drink before you take a sip. Yes, because I might accidentally make a rum and coke with tequila. <laughs> mm, we learned that if I get distracted, I put four times as much rum in your rum and coke as you like it, which is a double. <laughs> 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 so I gave you an octuple. Uh, octuple? I guess. I, I gave you four times more than a double. So what would it be? Well, that would be, uh, I don't know. What's four times two? Eight. That's why I said octuple. Well, <laughs> make it an octuple. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, barkeep, make it an octuple. What else did I learn? Mm. I learned that um, if you like it, then you should have put a cock ring on it. And if you want to own it, you have to squat on it. And so far, all the listeners agree. Ah. Oh. I'm pressing buttons. I'm the word whore. And you're listening to Air Out My Shorts. Air Out My Shorts. On WNBC. What else do you know? I I saw this this woman who had a zit, like with a white head, or the size of a dime. Did you squeeze it? It was well past the, the, the squeezing <laughs> point. Did you you, like, but did you want to? Oh, no, it grossed me out. <laughs> like, it was huge. It was like, do something about that. Where was it? On her face? Oh, on her face. It was like right sort of beside her nose. Oh, ow. Ooh, ow. You ever get a zit inside your nose? Yes. That's very unpleasant. Oh my very god, that's unpleasant. a motherfucker. That's the worst. It doesn't happen very often, but when it no. does, you just want to I'm put glad. a no, knife no. through your eye. Yeah, you mentioned it. I can't remember the last time it happened. I'm, I'm glad it's... <laughs> it just stands out in my memory as, a, as an outrageously week, painful experience. Um, yeah. And then there's that. Where was the, the lady with the pustule? She was on the transit. Public transit? Public transit. 
And as we all know, public transit's for losers and lesbians. <clears throat> what? It kind of sounds like we're in an airport terminal. I don't know where you're getting that. Oh, is that your heat or something? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, is this the first time we've recorded with my heat on? Probably. Sorry about that. I can turn it off. Can you? It's a beautiful day, yeah. Yes, I can, and I will. You yes, you can. Entertain the folks. Dude, <laughs> what, do you have to go down to the boiler room? <laughs> Maybe. Turn, go talk to Freddy. Turn, <laughs> turn some wheels. I don't know. I think there's Maybe it's my tinnitus. A, a general ringing in your ears <laughs> yes. at all times. I saw The Room last night. Again? Again. It's my third time. Wow. It was still fun. Hmm. I highly recommend it. I was going to call you and see if you wanted to come out, and then we could maybe talk about it. But I knew you wouldn't. So you didn't even try? Nope. Hmm. I bet your therapist would have a load to say about that. We're not getting him back on the show. <laughs> your fear of rejection is so strong that you don't even try. You don't even try to ask. Put yourself out there. Squeeze that zit. <laughs> Go on. Reach out and touch somebody. <laughs> Yuck. I'm not down with other people's zits. OPZ. <laughs> I I'm trying to think if I've if I've known anyone who uh, particularly women who enjoy squeezing other people's zits. It's quite common. Yeah, so I've heard. I, I'm, I don't I'm get a, it. I'm a skin picker. If somebody has a sunburn and their skin peels, I have to peel it. It's uh, my skin never burns, so it never happens to me. So I have to feel so you, other people. You feel left out. Yeah, maybe. I'm a skin picker, so there. But I'm not a zit popper. Well, I'd have to. I'd have to really know the person really well. You don't just sit beside someone. On, on oh, the train. not not for the skin peeling. For the zit popping, I'd have to know mm. somebody pretty well. But I think if it was somebody I knew well enough, and they had one like that that just absolutely had to be popped, I think I'd do it. <laughs> Especially if it was somewhere that was hard to reach. <laughs> How could you not? You can't just leave it there. Blisters. No, oh my god, I love Pickens blisters. Jeez. Oh, Squeezing the water out of them. What's <laughs> great is if you're swimming and then they fill back up again, you get to pick it all over again. And then they get all loose. Yeah. And white <laughs> and floppy. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> what else can you pick? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen an actual boil. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what a boil is. Is that something you can pop? I think so. I bet that's but worse. I don't know what the difference between a boil and a zit would be. Or a blister. Well, there are two kinds of blisters, blood blisters and water blisters. Oh, blood blisters are great. They're disgusting. You pop that in all the blood. I don't know if I've ever had one of those. Oh, maybe, yeah, from like slamming my finger in a car door or something. Yeah, awful. probably. 
Um, there are those, those those things that occur when you pinch something and right. it's terrible. Yeah. Because it hurts like fucking I crazy. I get a lot of blisters because I wear stupid shoes. But um, what else is poppable or pickable? Shoes. Stupid girl shoes. They hurt. They do bad things to your feet. But wear them anyway. Yep. Maybe we should read a story. <laughs> yes. You can pick scabs. Yep. Which you're doing now. I just did. <laughs> it was a combination kind of a scab and a patch of dry skin at the same time. I have one in the same place. I know. Why? Mm. <laughs> what are we doing that we both got red burn on our elbows? <laughs> hmm, that's another story. I don't know. It's a weird place for one. All right. Yeah, let's read something before the people get grossed out by all the picking. I don't like what, what Canadian winter does to my skin. That's, that's the end of that story. Okay, what's in the mailbag? Well. Oh, you can't rumple one piece of paper and make it sound like ten. Uh, we've got something here. Lady and gentlemen, hello. Back in my college days, I was assigned an assignment in a creative writing class. Imagine the being assigned <laughs> an assignment. The assignment to tell a story that in some way incorporated both socks and fish. Ooh. That's, uh... That's a I'm not smelly sure that, project. I'm not sure I'd want to go there. This seemed a bit surreal to me, and so I wrote something equally surreal. I hope you enjoy it. I think we will. I love the show, and I hope the word whore acquires some new underpants soon. It's getting chilly up in Canada, I'm sure. And the last thing we need is a frostbitten whore bum. Oh, that's very sensitive of him. Love, Dustin Manley. You think that's his real name? <laughs> uh, possibly. Don't put it on that pile. That's the pile of the stories we haven't read. Of which there are two. <laughs> Frostbitten Horbum by Dustin Manley. Oh no, that's not what it's called. It is in fact called How Jordan Learned to Fly by Dustin Manley. Jordan stirred the fish tank water with a slender icicle as he hummed softly under his breath. The fingers that held the icicle were cold, he noticed and he transferred it to his other hand. He waggled the fingers that felt numb until the feeling came back in them. You'll never fly that way, the fish said. The fish was a brilliant yellow with a broad blue stripe down the length of its body. Its fins were always waving in a friendly fashion, which Jordan enjoyed very much. Coffee is my drug of choice, Jordan told the fish. It's an energetic high, jittery, you know? You can fly if you try, the fish said. It's not that hard once you know how to do it. Jordan thought this over as he stirred the water. The slowly melting tip of the icicle brushed against the fish and it shuddered. I'm sorry, Jordan said. I think it's the coffee. It makes me jittery, you know? I know, said the fish. 
Jordan dropped the icicle into the tank and watched it fizz excited bubbles to the top. For a second, the fish was veiled in the bubbles, and then it sneezed and shot backward from amidst them. <laughs> Jordan waggled his fingers again, this time on both hands, and he walked backwards from the room. It was hard to walk with his pants around his feet the way they were, but he managed to do it without tripping. Don't try to fly in there, the fish called after him. Jordan nodded and hummed and fell backward on the bed, laying on his back and staring up at the ceiling fan. A sock hung from every fan blade, whirring white against the wood grain pattern on the blades. He liked it. The contrast made him feel alive somehow. Maybe not, he thought to himself, and he began humming again. The fan hummed along now, in its whirring, twirling way, and he smiled at it broadly. It was hard to smile with his pants around his feet the way they were, but he managed. He sighed deeply and massaged his temples. I could fly, he said to himself. I don't quite know how yet, but I think I have the basic idea. It has something to do with feeling self-confident, and it has something to do with the fish, but I don't know in which order to apply them. He thought to himself for a moment, resting his fingers on his temple. Hey, fish, he called into the other room. Self-confidence comes first, called the fish from inside its tank, and then the fan blades. <laughs> I've just uh, learned it's something. advice my father used to tell me all the time <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Jordan sat straight up abruptly and looked hard at the fan. It still hummed in word, oblivious to its own importance. Fish, he called. Fish, he called again. I don't know what to do with the fan blades. It is not what you do with them, but how to use them. But it doesn't matter. They will do all the work. Were, said the fan blade. Of course, said Jordan. I knew you'd get it, said the fish. Jordan stood up quickly and pulled his pants around his waist. He buckled his belt with purpose, and he waggled his toes importantly. This guy does a lot of waggling. Whirr, said Jordan to the fan blades as the socks twirled round and round. The fish smiled graciously from his glass enclosure. Whirr indeed, Jordan. Now you know what to do. Whirr, said Jordan, and he flew. Woo! And that was how Jordan learned to fly by Dustin Manley. You drove or you flew? That uh, kind of reminded me of... Uh, me too. Of, yes. The guy who used to write us the Asian stories. No. No? No. Oh, it reminded me of the peeing grandmother author. Yes, I know who you mean. Who am I thinking of? What's his name? I can't There's remember. There's a J in it. There's a J in his name. I don't know. No, I was thinking either of something that Peter Gabriel would write or of Monty Python with their fishy ooh. Where is the fish? What exactly for you do Peter Gabriel and Monty Python have in common? Uh, Peter Gabriel wrote um, some stories that were on Genesis album covers.
Uh-huh. He used to tell stories in between songs too. Okay. Well, the band. It's not fixed really their an instruments. answer to my question. No, but what's the connection with Monty Python? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Nothing other than they talked about a fish in the meaning of life. Oh yeah, there was fish in there. <laughs> I imagine there have been fish references elsewhere throughout the ages. <laughs> Fish has been a popular topic since the dawn of time. I think the Bible might have even had a, a few things to say about fish. Perhaps. Yeah. Well, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. There's something fishy in that Bible. <laughs> and they flew. And they flew. Jesus put on the socks. Birds and swim. He flew. Fish do fly. I like fish to look at. Yes, because you couldn't eat them. I cannot eat them. I cannot eat them. Mm-mm. I don't like fish. I know you don't. To look at them, I don't really care. Oh, I'm not one of those people who would have a fish tank. Oh, I would never have a fish tank. That's too goddamn much work. You have to f- clean it and feed them and... Well, you don't have to walk them. I guess that's one plus. But still, and it's smelly, right? We, I think we had the odd goldfish when I was a kid. And someone had guppies, which is always a mistake. We definitely did not have any fish of any kind, for any reason, ever. No? No. No, I do not think so. Mm-mm. Oh, we'd go down to the creek and catch some crawdads, some crayfish or whatever <laughs> they are. Some crawdads. Isn't that what they're called? <laughs> In Louisiana. Crayfish, crawdads, are they the same or thing? Or crawfish. Crayfish. crawfish. They're always crayfish to yeah, me. Yeah, crayfish. I don't know. Man, it might be one of those Canadian versus American pronunciations. I don't know. Could be. Don't know. Hmm. <laughs> the mysteries. My head is swimming <laughs> with the weirdnesses of the fishes. Uh, no, I failed to see your Peter, Peter Gabriel. Monty Python connection. Completely. I didn't say there was a connection. You felt like it was written by either Peter Gabriel or Monty Python. Yes. That would imply that there's some similarity between the two. Well, then there would be a similarity, perhaps, of surrealistic British humor. And fish. And fish. <laughs> I'm glad we had this discussion. I've learned a lot. <laughs> There's a song about fishing for crawdads. Uh-huh. We used to find them down by the Credit River. The Credit Valley River? Yeah, well, the Credit River. It's called the Credit River? Yes. What a strange name for a river. Because it never gave me credit. Well, why would credit be a, a, pl- a place name? I That's never bizarre. thought of that. It's really weird. Maybe they were fighting so much over who it was going to be named after that somebody just said, nobody's getting credit. <laughs> and, and hence, hence the, the name. name. Hmm. You're, I'm not going to name this point after you. You're not getting credit. And somebody just typed down point credit. <laughs> they, there were also salmon that, that you'd find lying on the, on the ground, on the shores of the, of oh. the river. Dead? Yes. Why? I don't know. From poison? Because they died. From toxic waste? 
Is I it don't a know. dirty I think river? just old, old, big, ugly fucking monster salmon hmm. in that river. You wouldn't think so. No, I wouldn't think yeah. so. They're not, uh, I don't know if they're particularly safe to eat. I like fishing. I, I never got any enjoyment out of it. I did it a couple of times when I was a kid. Walking down, like, you know, the Andy Griffith show or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's what pops in my head when I think of going to the creek <laughs> to catch crawfish, crayfish, crawdads, or whatever they were. Mm-hmm. Sometimes tadpoles, even. Oh, tadpoles, yes. Tadpoles are fun. <laughs> I think this episode is kind of surreal itself. <laughs> it's fishy. <laughs> I think it stinks, personally. <laughs> it reeks of socks and fish. It got off on a really bad foot to begin with. There was some damn funny stuff happening before you hit the record button, and then it all went to hell, as it so often does. Mm-hmm. We could listen to some phone calls. We could. Let's do that now. Listening to uh, episode 123, and you claim that you play every phone call you guys get. And uh, I gotta say, I've left a few incoherent, struggling messages that you've not played. That's probably why you haven't played them. But anyway, um, enjoying the show still, of course. Uh, by the way, this is uh, Brian Lieberman, author of a few of the short stories you've. Uh, Aired and uh, Escape Pod Forum moderator, be doomed. I don't know. Um, yeah, you guys need to fix your phone situation because, uh, you know, it'd be awesome. It can't be that hard. I mean, you guys are just lazy, I'm sure. It's just fucking laziness. And uh, as for dick squatting, I'm not sure. I think I have to look in the law books to see about dick squatting ownership rights. And uh, if there isn't a law, there should be. All right, I'll uh, keep listening and you keep podcasting. Peace out. Hey guys, this is Nobilis again. Uh, just listened to episode 123. I got a couple comments for you. First of all, um, we're going, yes, if you squat on a dick long enough, you can own it, but only if you get a wedding ring. And second of all, um, if you don't like the word dick so much, why do you use it so much? At least in this episode. Bye. Polly B was uh, was saying how he hasn't listened to us in a while. Oh. Why and, would he and, volunteer that and, information? And, uh, uh, I, th- I think because he got a message, presumably from you, on uh, their comments or something. I don't know when this episode was put out. Or when the comments would have been left. Me neither. But uh but yes he 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 was he was saying that, you know, if the if the episodes are good, they're good, and if they're bad, <laughs> they're shit. Oh, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> well he did say, I don't I don't think they they'd have a problem with me saying this. <laughs> like, mm, nope. <laughs> you pretty much nailed it there. Oh, absolutely. And there's sort of no in-between. No, no mediocre show. Well, yeah. they're all mediocre. But in the range of, <laughs> you know, 
there's either the top end of mediocre <laughs> or the absolute scraping the bottom of the fish tank <laughs> end of things. And I don't know what the split is. I don't know what the ratio is or percentage-wise or anything. Yeah, I don't know if I want to see that chart. Maybe we need an actuarial scientist to to show us the to uh, show us the you know our mediocrity to show us chart. the scale that yeah. that uh, has has no valley or is all valley and no peaks. Yeah, credit the, valley. The, the occasional hill. Ethiopian what? What? Okay. <laughs> occasional hill, not Ethiopian anything. I think this one's scraping the bottom. <laughs> I think we're scraping the bottom. Let's pick this sucker up. How do we do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We already fell back on a story. <laughs> That's usually where, this is where I was about to say, why don't we read a story? Well, let's wrap this little bit of fish poop on <laughs> little tiny pretty rocks up. <laughs> Send us your stories, shorts at theitspot.com. Do fish poop? Yes, they do. Where does it go? Does it just, <laughs> they swim around in it all day long? Yeah. Haven't you seen fish poop coming out of a fish no. before? You Where do seen... you see that? Where oh, do you if, watch such if, a if thing? You have a, if you have a fish and <laughs> you see a little thing that looks like an umbilical cord coming out of it, yeah. that's the fish poop. It looks like an umbilical cord. Kind of, yeah. Ew! This long string of stuff. Ew! <laughs> I don't know what to do with it's, that. It's not pretty. And then they just swim around in it. Yep. There's something wrong with that. And then we get in the water and swim around and, mm-hmm. and fish poop, too. And drink it. I don't drink it. Why would oh, I drink it? <laughs> Why would I drink it when there's beer to have? Exactly. The river is not made of beer. <laughs> now, if it was, I'd be shooting the fish. <laughs> Stop pooping in my beer. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyway, what just happened? <laughs> Call her off an audio comment line. <laughs> Ethiopian. <laughs> Fish tank. Call her audio comment line at 305-76-SHOWS. As in shows me your... Waggly bits. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out shorts! My shorts! Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepress.com slash air out my shorts. This show is a member of the pod, right?
Riot Network. Let the riot begin.